1: Let me uh, tell you a little bit about Eden Pure. Um, does your refrigerator smell? Does your house smell? Somebody came into my house yesterday because we're having my wife's birthday um, party uh, tomorrow, and the uh, uh, house is crawling with people. And somebody came in and said, Your house smells so good. And what's different about it is you used to like candles and stuff. We use Eden Pure now, and Eden Pure does not put a scent out to cover scent. It destroys the scents. Um, It uses O3 molecules and it's called the thunderstorm and it cleans the air it's unbelievable edenpuredeals.com please check this out two hundred dollars you can save two hundred dollars on an Eden Pure thunderstorm three pack for whole to home that's what we did we have one by the bedroom one in the kitchen and and one by the family room it's edenpuredeals.com edenpuredeals.com check it out it is really cleans the air in your house Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. There is an attack on religion. There is an attack on faith, and it is relentless. Um, you need to know what's going on, and mainly because you need to be able to um, withstand the attacks. I am convinced, and I'll explain later, uh, on in the program after you see a few of the things that are stacking up on my desk today. Um, there. This is an effort to get you to react in a negative way. Now, you be strong. You stand up with love and peace in your heart. You understand that these people want you to react negatively. They want you to strike out. Go ahead, take it, boy. Let the dark force flow through you. I can't remember what he was saying. Um, That's what's happening. That's what's happening. And I want to tell you, it spreads, poison spreads so quickly through the body. John Ziegler is here to expose the truth on an attack that has happened this week, and everybody just accepted it as fact. John Ziegler joins me next. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah. Well, what if I'm living with pain? I don't wanna hear that. Uh, It's not very encouraging. Hey, today's the the beginning of the rest of your life, and you're gonna be in pain for the rest of your life. Get rid of the pain, try Relief Factor today. You're, in just a couple of days after receiving Relief Factor, it could be the beginning of the end of your pain and the real beginning of the rest of your life. Three-week quick start developed just for you, Nineteen ninety-five. It's a trial pack. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people have tried it. About 70% find relief that they're looking for. They go on to order more month after month. You'll know in three weeks. So it's worth the 20 bucks just to see if this works. If it, if it doesn't, you, yeah, you're out 20 bucks. But if it does, you're part of that 70%, you get your life back. Relief Factor, feel the difference. 1-800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. John Ziegler, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Glenn, always good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Now, you are a guy who um, has debunked a lot of stuff. And you're usually a contrarian. Um, And I think that's why that that, I know that's why I like you so much, because you are you never take the popular side. (laughs) You take the hard road every single time um, because you believe, you know, you do your homework and you believe something is right or wrong. John, uh, there is this Duke BYU volleyball game story um, that just stinks to high heaven. Uh, And yet everybody believes it. And BYU just announced that they are eliminating this fan section uh, because of this. And I think it's a lie. Tell the story and then what you found.
0: Well, it is a lie. And the reason why we know it's a lie is because of how this story developed, how it birthed, how it evolved, and the unique factors that allowed the news media to get easily duped, including... The nature, as you already alluded to, of the religion and perception related to BYU, of course, being Mormonism. Uh, here's the story as we were told it that supposedly last uh, Friday night at a volleyball, a woman's volleyball game, a Duke volleyball player who happens to be black was subjected to continual, continual N-word chants against her by at least one person and then racial intimidation that was apparently so obvious that a police officer had to be stationed at the duke bench now this if true is obviously horrendous also if true at a sold out event this was sold out at BYU, over 5,000 people, if in 2022, where everyone has a cell phone and where this game was being streamed live, and we are told that saying the N-word to a black person is the worst thing a human, person, or human being can possibly do, except maybe not wear a mask at an inner city school. That might be worse. <laughs> but but, um, but the, the, this is the worst thing that can happen. This is effectively like Bigfoot sitting down in the BYU student section, and there being no video evidence of it. None. I mean, this is impossible. It is absolutely impossible that in this day and age, there would be no witnesses, no video, no indication of this whatsoever. But that doesn't necessarily prove it didn't happen. How did the story evolve? Did... Something happened during the game that made it a public issue? Was there a post game press conference that, that made this a public issue? No. This became a public issue because of a tweet. Was it a tweet by the girl who was subjected to the N word? No. Was it by somebody who was at the game? No. This was by the, quote, godmother, whatever that means, the godmother of the girl who was supposedly subjected to this. Much later after the game, where she tweets the story I just told you. Okay, but yeah, but she was there, right? Yeah. No, she was not there, and in fact, it now appears as if the person she spoke to, the, the, the player's dad, was also not there. So now we have a whisper-down-the-lane situation, Glenn, and I think that's the key to what happened here. A lot of people on my side of this issue are calling this like it's another Jussie Smollett hoax, and they're wondering why uh, she didn't say they were wearing red hats and this is MAGA country, and I don't think this was a, a deliberate hoax. I think this was a situation where everybody fell into a story that fit their self interest, and those are always the most dangerous. And that's all, that gets us eventually to BYU's reaction to this. But just to finish, how this story gives birth, because this is really important, is that this tweet comes out from the godmother we we who, who is running for political office. It's at the top of her Twitter page
1: in Texas. She's, In Texas, she's running for, I think, a judgeship, is she not? Yeah, that'll be great.
0: so first, so I'm looking at this and going, wait a minute here. She's in Texas, the game's in Utah, and the photograph that she tweeted was not from the game. It was just a photograph of her with her, quote-unquote, goddaughter, which you, if you were at the game, that's not what you would have tweeted out. You would have tweeted a picture from the game, along with this horrific story of racial abuse. So immediately I'm thinking, she wasn't there. She doesn't know what she's talking about. And then we later find out that she has a history of dozens and dozens of overtly racist tweets that causes her to shut down her Twitter feed. Which, which, in a rational world, would have stopped any any media outlet from considering this to be credible. But already, by the time that happened, here's what occurred: LeBron James retweeted the tweet. Now, LeBron James, as you and your listeners should know, is not a credible source on this for many reasons, including the fact that he perpetrated his own racial hoax that I believe actually was a hoax several years ago that never got uh, fully uh, debunked because the police just said, "You know what? This is this is one of those crimes better left unsolved." really uh, because it didn't happen and and so he because he makes it a cause celeb in the left wing twitter sphere it goes viral once it goes viral the news media it's like kryptonite they have no ability to, to not accept this story because it's a narrative they love right this is where the byu angle comes becomes so important because immediately no one ever bothers to research these things the blink reaction is oh byu White school, Mormon, uh, Utah. Of course this is what happened. This is the way the world works. You know, and the media will believe anything about Mormonism. My God, we saw during the 2012 election, they even will believe that Mormons will torture your family dog on the family vacation for no apparent reason. Please.
1: Hang on just a second. You know what? what is amazing to me is if you've ever been uh, to Provo, Utah, um, you are expecting me to believe that... No one in the stands heard it or spoke up against it or right. witnessed it and didn't speak. You have to believe that that entire section was in on it. That everyone was in, because there are no witnesses. They have asked the people that were there, they've looked at the videotape. Nothing, nothing. And she like. said it happened on every time she served. Well, the cameras are on the audience. Not happening. Well, exactly. And let's be clear who said that. The
0: godmother said that, not the player specifically, which I think is important. I think a lot of this story comes down to language. The player doesn't put out a statement until Sunday, until Sunday. And in her statement, she never uses the N-word. She says, racially heckled. What the hell is racially hackled? Now, to me, in my interpretation of this, Glenn, and this is where I think we get to how society has changed, where we are now so incredibly close to racism being the criticism of a black person by a white person. That's what racism is now. And, and it doesn't have to have any racial angle to it whatsoever. This was a very intense atmosphere at this game. It was a sold-out game, and, and this player, Richardson, played poorly, and Duke lost. It is in my research on these cases. It's amazing how often, when they happen in sports, the team that got, you know, had the racism against them always loses, and it and it, and that plays a key role because if you read her statement, she's clearly looking for an excuse for why she played poorly and why her team lost. And so, what I think happened here, this is my theory about what happened, is that that the crowd was intense. She played like crap. She was upset about it. She tells her dad about how this heart, this this incredibly intense crowd. She might even have made it sound racist. These white Mormons were all over me during the whole game. Her dad then, in a whisper-down-the-lane situation, tells the godmom, the godmom was an overt racist and running for office, tweets about it. LeBron James retweets it. The left wing media goes crazy. USA Today calls her a hero in a headline. The New York Times reports about it. Everybody's going crazy. Oh, my God. This We love this narrative. We hate Mormons. Mormons will do anything. They're all racist. And And by that time, she... By that time, she herself becomes invested in the story. Duke is not going to, you know, spack away from their black player. And BYU caves completely. BYU frightened of their own shadow, they, they self-flagellate, they capitulate, because this is what you do in academia, especially when you're run by a lot of straight white males, which apparently BYU is, and then heck, you even have the governor of Utah jump in on this immediately with no facts and tweet about how horrible the racism is. It is in the DNA of everyone in academia when these crises happen to immediately plead guilty. And when, once they plead guilty, everyone thinks, well, my gosh, story must be true. Why would BYU plead guilty? Because they don't understand the dynamic, especially in academia, especially among straight, straight white men, where you must immediately self-flagellate and virtue signal to save your job. And and, and then they throw this this mentally challenged handicapped person under the bus. I know. As, as this, a is sacrifice be- this is the, the worst. Wait, wait wait, wait, wait.
1: Wait, explain this, because I think this is the worst part of it.
0: So, Again, this is partially my theory, but what appears to have happened is BYU... And Duke, I think, is is equally culpable in this. Everyone is looking for a scapegoat to make the girl feel better about herself. There needs to be a scalp, and it appears as if that the person that was chosen to be the scalp was someone who had nothing to do with any racial slurs, was not even in the student section when supposedly this happened, a a mentally handicapped person who is well-known to come to these games, who, who we don't even know what the heck actually happened, was somehow near the bench after. Of the game, and the Duke side identifies this person supposedly as potentially the voice of somebody who had, had spewed some racial slur, and BYU bans this person apparently for life as i as a as I call them a human sacrifice to in it being thrown into the PC volcano. It's really bad. It, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's really Both bad. So- both sides deserve enormous blame for this. But this is one of those stories, Glenn, that's never going to get fixed. It's never because it's impossible to disprove, you know, to prove a negative. How do you prove a 1000%? Dissenting?
1: You're this? not supposed to. In America, the person who makes the charge is the one that has to prove it. You don't have to prove you're innocent. Somebody has to prove that you're guilty. They had no description of the person. They couldn't tell you what the person looked like, what, what they were even saying. When they identified this kid, if I'm not mistaken, they were right. saying it because uh, they said that voice sounds like the voice we heard. Right. And, is
0: that right? Uh, but, right. But, see, I think this is where we come down to race and religion. Because we now live in a world where right and wrong and tr- quote unquote truth is determined by how many PC points you have in your demographics. So we have a black female who uh, who who's alleging having been uh, you know the victim of racism. You can't beat that. I mean, unless she's gay, then and then she she gets a few more points. But you, from a point standpoint, you can't beat that. And you're you're going up against it as white Mormons, um, so you got no chance. Uh, white straight Mormons have no chance against a a black female accusing the other side of racism, and I mean that sounds funny. It's partially funny. It's also reality. That's the way the media looks at this now. And once they get a narrative they like, Len, there's no going back. I mean, they, this woman is a hero. Uh, that you know, we have the script we like. Let's cut it, print it, and move on. And 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 it doesn't matter that this poor uh, mentally challenged guy, uh, you know, has been des- destroyed. It doesn't matter that BYU's reputation has been destroyed. It, does, it doesn't matter what the truth is. And and that's the world we're now living in. And it is really dangerous. It's really frustrating, and it's really sad.
1: So I want to give you some of the tweets from this uh, from this woman uh, quickly. I knew she was married to a white boy. Just reading this tweet, this is this is the godmother's um, right. responses to things before this incident. Being married to a white woman, he thinks he can talk his stupid ass nonsense. Um, right. You damn straight about that. <clears throat> white people being white. Why does CNN constantly interview these dumbass white women? Uh would expect nothing less from a pale white chick. Uh, you poor white MFers can't take it. White women and men always disappoint. Uh, last night, chef's table and these white people getting on to our last damn nerves. I mean, this is this woman is all about hatred of white people. And she's running in Tarrant County, Texas. That's Fort Worth. She's running for a judgeship. Her name is Liza Pamplin, right? Is it? Uh, right. Right. Yeah, Liza Pamplin uh, for judge. This woman would be dangerous as a judge. Um, I want to. I want to take a quick break, John. One minute. I'm going to come back, and I, I want to talk to you what about ESPN and how fast they ran to this story. Uh, get your thoughts on on espn Tuttle twins um this is a book series that i think every parent should have doing things right now uh, teaching your kids is almost impossible and if you don't teach your kids the truth no one will guarantee it no one will If you're not worried right now about the Federal Reserve, what they're doing to our economy, it's possible that maybe you don't know enough about what the Federal Reserve is, what it is, where it came from, how it works. The fact that we can have an institution that is running our economy intentionally into the ground by printing money and upholding things like ESG uh, should concern all of us, but we don't know enough about the Fed. Know your enemy and teach it to your children what they really are. The Tuttle Twins have a book about money, inflation, and the Fed. It's uh, the Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island. It's a kid's book, but it explains all of it in a way that kids and adults can enjoy and understand. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This is free while supplies last. You can get a copy of Tuttle Twins and the Creature of Jekyll Island. It's free. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Um, So the press, I think the Cougar Chronicle, which is the BYU paper, they were the first one to say, wait a minute, I don't think this is right. Weren't they? Uh, To my knowledge. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, I think myself
0: and and Jason Whitlock's also done a great job uh, on on this this story. But, um, you know, I think, you know, we were trying very early to get at least to to be safe. It has to be safe for the other side to say, wait a minute. And I think we were successful in doing that over the weekend.
1: Thank you. So um, uh, tell me about ESPN and and talk radio. I mean, uh, sorry, sports radio has completely gone off the rails.
0: Oh, yeah. It, it, it's all woke nonsense, but ESPN deserves special mention here, and this is a great example of the sausage being made. We have about 45
1: so, seconds. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Long, long story short, Holly Rowe, who I thought was a good reporter, someone I know, I've been in touch with her on the whole Penn State Paterno-Sadusky fiasco that I've talked to you about many times before. I tried to warn her about this story. I said, this is not right, that you got this wrong, and she goes and interviews the this woman. The, the volleyball player, the interview itself proves nothing happened because there's no details, no emotion, no anger, nothing. And she completely buys in. And then instead of saying, John, you know, tell me more, she blocks me on Twitter. <laughs> because she doesn't want to hear the the truth of the matter
1: and this is one of
0: ESPN's best reporters this is the making of the sausage in 2022 and my journalism
1: is dead John Ziegler you can follow him at Zygmunt Freud Zygmunt Freud, John Ziegler thank you so much for being a part of the program back in just a second (laughs) all right the glenn back program karen just wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. she said uh i had to see it to believe it my dog holly is the poster child for finicky eaters but not only did she readily eat her foods with rough greens on it she actively licked the residue out of the bowl thank you rough greens i tell you saw uno two nights ago three nights ago doing the same thing just licking the bowl licking 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 he's always hated his dry food he would never eat now he's licking the bowl clean it's really it's amazing stuff you put it on top of your dog's food it has um, vitamins minerals probiotics antioxidants if it's healthy for your dog it's most likely in rough greens and most dogs love it and will go crazy but they want to make sure that you're not out a single dime here on rough greens, if your dog won't like it, so they're gonna send you a free bag. It's just a little trial bag, so your dog can uh, you, you'll know if your dog likes it or not. If your dog likes it, likes it, then just order a real full bag of rough greens and uh, watch the difference in your dog over six months. It's at least in my world, it has been amazing. All you do is pay for the shipping for the first bag. Roughgreens.com/back. Roughgreens.com/back. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off Blaze TV. Hello and welcome especially to those listeners in San Diego. It is nice to be back on in San Diego. The Patriot, 1360 AM. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Brand new radio station. First day. Welcome to the Patriot 1360 AM. All right. I want to tell you a little bit about just I want to tie some stories together. First, big tech and Biden administration. Now we do know for sure they colluded to silence anybody who was dissenting on COVID. And California just passed a law uh, ready for the governor to sign uh, a law that says, we can disbar you or take away your medical license if you say anything that disagrees with the state's view on COVID. This is extraordinarily dangerous. Now, also the trap closing for people. Jean Pierre brands Trump supporters as an extremist threat to our democracy. Okay, an extreme, not Trump, not the January 6 people. All Trump supporters are extremists and an extremist threat. Why are they doing all of this with Trump? One of the reasons is because they have nothing to run on. They can't run on anything. So just remind people, you hate Trump. You hate Trump. But they're also picking at you. They want you to strike out. They need you. If, if you can't find extremist terrorists, then you have to create them. And remember, a lot of people in the Middle East say we're very, very good at creating terrorists. Um, this, this one from the National Review, the DOJ filings yesterday suggest a Trump indictment is coming. What happens when that happens? And at the same time, all these whistleblowers are, bar, uh, are really bothering Merrick Garland. He warns the DOJ employees that communicating with Congress without his authorization violates their employee standards. Now, I thought everybody loved whistleblowers. Now, you're in trouble if you go to Congress and and report something that is happening that might be illegal. Really? The U.N., the Racism Committee, has condemned now our pro-life laws in the U.S., Suggesting that minorities ha- uh, face a higher risk of unwanted pregnancies. So follow me on the logic here. America is racist because many people in America don't want to kill black babies. You're, n- you're not racist if you want to kill black babies. There's logic for you. Nancy Pelosi has declared that it is sinful to restrict abortion, the injustice of it all. It's sinful. She should talk to the Pope, because I don't think he agrees with. That. It's sinful. Who's injecting religion and uh, mixing it with politics? The left, their religion, their religion. I want to. uh, Today's the last day before I go on vacation uh, with my wife. And uh, I feel it's really important to say something to you that I've never said before. Uh, This is something that I am trying to do every single day. And if you've never done it before, it is really difficult. But we have to do it. Please read the Bible. Please read the Bible every day. Christians need to read the Bible. They need to know what our story is, why we believe these things to be true. Liberals, they love Shakespeare and all the words he invented. They love all mythology and the words that came from them, but they hate the Bible. It's just a horror. The left will ban the Bible if they ever got in charge because it it happens you know the spread of atheism oh it's on the rise well maybe but they say it's like a a victory that we're getting rid of religion no i'm here to tell you the same exact warning that was given to the german people in the late 1800s god is dead That's not a celebratory thing, gang, because we will and we are currently replacing God. The rest of that uh, paragraph is, and that's not going to be a good thing because people will have a God. Who are they going to worship? We are now worshiping the planet. We are worshiping our government. We are worshiping wokeness. It is extraordinarily dangerous. By the way, atheism there's the only countries that have been atheistic uh are those that existed by force communist countries but i i go back to i don't care how you read the bible i don't care if you just think it's a i i happen to believe it to be true i happen to believe that it's all based in fact most people uh nowadays i don't know what they believe But here's what I know for sure, and I'm not asking you to believe it. I'm asking you to know this. All of Western society was based on that book. If you don't know that book, you don't have to believe it. If you don't know that book, you can't understand or defend the Western way of life. Let me just show you how influential this book was. Ever heard an eye for an eye? That's from the Bible. The land of milk and honey? From the Bible. Forbidden fruit? Bible. Bottomless pit? Two-edged sword? God forbid. Scapegoat? Scandal? Land of Nod? By the sweat of your brow? Apple of my eye? All from the Bible. Fire and brimstone? Ashes to ashes? Dust to dust? A man after my own heart? Did you know that was from the Bible? I have a broken heart. I'm at wit's end. He bit the dust. Don't put words in my mouth. Put your house in order. He's nothing but skin and bones. By the skin of your teeth. Behemoth. Nothing new under the sun. A little birdie told me. Rise and shine. Can a leopard change his spots? Eat, drink, and be merry. The writing's on the wall. It's just a drop in the bucket. There's a little fly in the ointment. This is all from the Bible. To the four corners of the earth, we don't see eye to eye. Well, this curse, and he's salt of the earth. Go the extra mile. Pearls before swine. Fall by the wayside. Hey, walk the straight and narrow. That's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Blind leading the blind. The 11th hour, kiss of death. Give up the ghost. Wash your hands of the matter. The truth shall set you free. The twinkling of an eye, it's a labor of love. Live by the sword, die by the sword. A fall from grace. You fought the good fight. The powers that be. All from the Bible. If you don't think that that book helped build our society, then can you explain why everybody knows these phrases? And they have no idea where they came from. You know, the famous line from the song money by Pink Floyd rip off Timothy 610. (laughs) Teddy Roosevelt said no other book of any kind ever written in English has so affected the whole world of a people. How did it do it? Literary masterpiece written by uneducated men. The, best, the Bible is the best-selling book of all time. Between 5 and 7 billion copies have been sold. For res- reference, an estimated 800 million copies are in, in print of the Koran. 200 million copies of A Tale of Two Cities. This is between 5 and 7 billion copies. By the way, ironically, it is also the most shoplifted book. Christianity, Judeo-Christian principles, that's the Bible, the foundation of modern politics and law. Leviticus 25.10, proclaim liberty throughout the land unto all of the inhabitants thereof. You know where that comes from? Yeah, I know, the Bible, but also the liberty bell. When Martin Luther King Jr. gave his I Have a Dream speech on the National Mall, he was not tearing this country down. He was challenging America to live up to its greatest ideals, the greatest ideal of any country ever stated in the history of the world. The things we used to find self-evident. And in front of 250,000 people that witnessed his sermon live there on the mall, he referenced four scriptures in the speech. Amos 524, Isaiah 44, uh, Psalms 35, and Galatians 3, verse 28. Without that book, freedom as we know it would not exist. No, Plato talked about it 300 years before Jesus came to earth. Yes, but democracy is nothing without the political freedom that that book and Christianity gave to us. The right to a fair trial. Sorry, that comes from the Jewish part of the Bible. In fact, what's really weird, all of it is the Jewish part of the Bible. Anyway, Deuteronomy... 1915, that's a fair trial. Exodus 21, verse 23 through 25. Our laws insistence on witnesses? Two or more witnesses comes from the Bible. You can't have fair trials without this book. Can't. You know what happens when you try to destroy the Bible and you stand against things like that? You start to have trials like we're having now in the public, like we just talked about at the uh, volleyball tournament with Duke University. What? What happened there? You don't have any witnesses. None. None. No video, no evidence, no witnesses. Guilty. That's what happens when you get away from Judeo-Christian principles. The left's obsession with destroying Judeo-Christian principles and our religions—it is one and the same with their obsession of destroying Western society. Because you destroy one, and you destroy the second. Just for anybody who hasn't read the Bible, please—I am not a Bible thumping guy. I'm a guy who has struggled my whole life to read it. And I'm asking you, please read it. Let me remind you, Daniel 725, because what's happening reminds me about what he wrote about the Antichrist. And he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. Will wear out The saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. What? How do you change times and laws? And they shall be given into his hand until a time and a times and the dividing of time. He's changing times. Are you able to keep track of time? Because I'm not. You have able to do that? I used to be able to go, oh, yeah, that was just a year ago. I can't tell you what was a year ago or two years ago. I've completely lost the ability to recall time. It's almost as something's happening and there's a changing of time and times. They speak like children, they understand like children, they think like children, but ultimately they're just hypocrites that want you to give up your faith, your God, to worship by force their God. They may be able to evaluate the appearance of the sky, but they are certainly not able to recognize the signs of the times. Hopefully, you will. Back in a minute. If you haven't picked up any uh, footwear my pillow has to offer yet, you're doing comfort all wrong, I'm telling you. Started with my slippers, which I have. I love wearing them in and out of the house. However, they're not all season. Um, those were so successful that Mike Lindell, the founder of, uh, of MyPillow and CEO, is launching a brand new slipper slides sandals for as low as $29.98. When you go to mypillow.com and use the promo code Beck, this is a $79.98 value, uh, and it's now going for a fourth of the price. You can't beat a deal like that, but it's only going to be that price for a limited time, so don't wait. The slippers, the slides, the sandals are made to be worn year long with four layer design that'll keep your feet comfortable. They have breathable fabric plus patented impact gel makes them super comfortable. So log on to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square and use promo code Beck. Receive this incredible limited time offer. They come with a one year warranty, 60 day money back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com promo code Beck, MyPillow.com promo code Beck or call 800. 966-3117. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. This is the Glenn Beck Program. How long do we have here, Sarah? Uh, we have Carol Roth coming up in uh, just a second. Uh, Carol is, of course, our economic correspondent, and she's going to give us the latest on what's happening in China. Also, Rob Schneider, uh, he has doubled down on he's getting, I guess, a lot of heat uh, from people. I didn't know that this was his coming out party. You know, his his tweets are all conservative, but this is the first time he ever spoke about it. Mm. Uh, And uh, so he was getting a lot of heat. He's doubled down now. There's a great story out about that. We'll try to get to that. Also some really good news about the Washington school boards and what they've done and the war on pronouns. Why? Why is that happening? Also hour three, the exclusive on Trudeau's latest and the climate police that are being built now in Canada. The Glenn Back Program.